Bulls to make it 28 to 3. Arthur Blank loving it. Up by 25. Tossed away. He's in. What a comeback. Welcome back to another episode of the 28 to 3 podcast. Um, we're here getting ready to go over the Minnesota Vikings and headed back on the road um, for the sixth time this year, I believe, with a whole lot of question marks on their offense after they came back and beat the Falcons in pretty epic fashion with uh, Joshua Dobbs. Uh, Max, how do you think this one plays out? Well, so I think Josh Dobbs, he, uh, he probably blew his load. On this game, I mean, that was a hell of a performance. You know what I mean? No practice, a, not even knowing the cadence, didn't know anybody's names. That was a pregnant pause after the word "load," sir. There you go. You like that, huh? <laughs> but uh, no, Funny. I mean, let's be honest. You know, that's that's one of the most impressive performances you're going to see from a player who had been traded a couple of days before. Literally, not yeah. one single practice with his new team. And practicing the cadences with the center and all of that on the sideline. Crazy. Well, yeah. After. What's the coach's name? O'Connell? Kevin O'Connell? Yeah. He, he was going over the reads on the sideline. Dude, I, I, I don't know if it was like, he was like, look here, here, here. He's giving him one, two, three reads on the side. It was crazy. So like Dobbs in a vacuum didn't make me feel particularly warm and fuzzy, especially given our defensive uh, difficulties against mobile quarterbacks. Uh, and he's got a good arm. He's a rocket scientist, granted from University of Tennessee. No offense to Tennessee fans out there, but... You know, he's a smart kid, and he's athletic. And, and and then seeing what he did on such short notice, just pulling it together, I'm like, uh, we better we – be- Well, let me, let me go ahead and say this. Yeah. Answer your question how I feel about it. So I think um, he's a mobile guy, so he is going to give us some issues with his mobility. Uh, Justin Jefferson, it doesn't look like he's going to be playing this week, which is obviously a huge benefit for us, as he's shown to give Marshawn fits in the past. Um I think, and I've said this over the last couple of weeks, if we want to be taken seriously as a contender, as a, uh, as a division-leading team, we need to win this game. We have to win this game. The story of Joshua Dobbs is, you know, winning his first, first game in, with a new team is a fun story, but it's, it's not something that we can continue to contribute to. We have to win this yeah, game. Like, let that be nice, and then just let the, let the storybook end. He I wasn't mean, playing poorly with Arizona, though. Dobbs is fine, man. I mean, I mean he's, he's not a scrub. He's, you know, we have had this whole thing about the schedule. And I don't think people are wrong to say the schedule looks light. But the the danger is when you start saying, oh, we're facing the rookie quarterback. Because depending on what situation they're in, depending on the level to which you decide to perform against said rookie quarterback as a defense, it won't matter if he's got no years or 10 years experience i mean we saw what we what what tyson badgen did against us i mean we made some incredible plays to pick him off granted maybe his decisions weren't the best and they were, maybe they were rookie decisions but i mean i think you i mean not think you have to put a guy like dobbs ahead of a guy like tyson badgen so absolutely the defense has to get its shit together granted they played well later in the game against the uh the bears but i mean against this minnesota team i mean the only thing i'll say in terms of x's and o's uh that maybe is a silver lining besides Dobbs being as talented as he is, is that, you know, Minnesota's had some running issues, uh, issues rushing the ball this year. 
you know, they, they, they don't feel great about Madison. They don't feel, you know, I don't even know who they're. Cam like, Akers, they traded Akers. for to try and help. But it, well, he it got has, hurt, too. He tore his Achilles, um, I believe. This week? It was an yeah. Achilles oh, injury. I didn't so. see that, so. If anything, That's a second if we can him. find a way to force Dobbs to be one-dimensional, please, God, keep contain on the scrambling. Uh, you know, that bodes well for us, especially, you know, he plays into our strengths at, at that point. That's the one silver lining I see when you compare what we went up against with the Bears versus uh, this coming uh, game with the off, you know, the opposing team's offense yeah well I'll say I'll say this though we are gonna have to worry about Jordan Addison I know that um Jefferson's probably not gonna play but Jordan Addison has been nothing short of fantastic yeah he's a real deal this season he's a real deal yeah, yeah. I was playing this against team, him in fantasy when he went crazy against uh yeah I lost night. by a point that week because of <laughs> yeah. him um I was you, up huge and he you came know he has so. seven touchdowns and 534 yards yeah. already we had three yeah. in that one game crazy. yeah that game killed me too yeah. but uh this team's so I know we like to joke about the schedule and all that, and Max said these are must-win games. This is a very good team. Yeah. This team lost their first three games strictly by their own turnovers. They yeah. should have beat the Eagles. They should have beat Tampa. They should have beat the Chargers. They they just had Kirk Cousins was in Cousins mode for a couple of those games. They were moving the ball up and down the field on all these teams and turning it over in terrible spots. They lost them all by less than one score, uh, three points, six points, four points. Started 0 and 3, and since then they've gone 5 and 1. This team is much better than the yeah. record shows, and people need to understand that. Now, they did lose Cousins, who was having an incredible year. I think he was on pace for 5,000 yards and 40 his, touchdowns. His stats, if he plays the whole year, were going to be we're going crazy. astronomical. So the, the question is, and to Corey, exactly what Corey said, they have difficulty running the ball. We need to make sure that's the case and make yeah. Dobbs throw for 300 yards on us and I, you know, contain him. Don't let him run. Make him beat us throwing the ball is is going to be our best path. But this is a far better team than a five and four record, um, and it, Which, it, it's yeah. the one that worried me the most in this little patch of games. Um, but playing in Minnesota never fun for us. Nope, we have a lot of bad memories there. I we have this. we have some bad memories here. One of my first playoff games, probably the year Corey was born, was the year um, <laughs> what eighty seven. Anthony Carter. Yeah, it's a joke, but I, w- I went to that playoff game and they beat us fifty. Well, 45 to 3, right? 3, something like that. Beats yeah. by 40 points. Uh, Anthony Carter going crazy. I had been in this world for a whole two years before that, okay? <laughs> all right. That game, that's one of the, you know, all-time Saints miserable games next to the Flipper Anderson game probably for me as a kid. Um, I hate them. So I hope we can get it together, and I think it's just making Josh Dobbs beat us with his arm, not his legs. If we let him do both, this is going to be a very tough game. be for difficult us. for sure. And well, but no, you brought up a good, a good point, though. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is a good team. Like, they are 5-4. and four. They have the identical record that we have. They're just mm-hmm. missing their best player and their quarterback. So under those circumstances, this is a game you have to win. Yeah. Because when you're missing your quarterback and your best player, my God, man, make them one-dimensional, like you guys said. You know, shut down the run. If we come out this week and we see a couple of big, you know, pop plays where these guys are hitting twenty-yard run, twenty-five-yard run on that first drive, that's not going to be good. It's going to be a long day. It's that's be a what long we can't allow. We, we cannot, cannot do that. Well, Madison, and it's a, it's a good enough, you know, I, as much as I hate the goddamn skull chant, I think it's stupid. It is stupid. Uh, you know, the crowd there can be a factor. And so if you allow those plays to keep happening, you keep the crowd in it, even if that 
drive with the chunk plays results in a field goal, not a touchdown. Like the crowd's still going to be in it enough to to you know make things annoying when you're on offense. You know, you, every, it's just the fact of of NF, of the NFL or any football. It's like if you you know when crowd noise is a factor, you can't call audibles. You have a much difficult, much more difficult time just running your offense. And and we've had a pretty difficult time. Uh, running our offense, you know, save for a few plays this past week and the Colts game looked good. But overall, we've had some difficulties just running the offense when there is no crowd noise. I'm going to tell you right now, though, I, I have more faith in the in the Saints on the road than I do <laughs> at home right now. No, seriously. I mean, they seem to have played better on the road thus We far. have played better on the road. Yeah. The Superdome is not a fearsome place to play anymore, going off of our record That's over the last That's because all you assholes years. are negative all the time. There was well, man they, as negative as I might be on this show. I or I am not fucking negative when I'm, I'm in the Superdome. They not, are two and two, and they're three and two on the road. So I'm not a fan who boos our own team. I, I get that people do it. Uh, I get kind of get why, but people were booing our offense in the Bears game when they were just trotting off the field at halftime because they were upset they didn't they weren't more aggressive. And it's like you know you get the ball back. All right, let's just have a little bit of football IQ. It wasn't the end of the world, but people were like just wanted to boo. They just wanted to get it out there and. and yeah, I guess they don't have to deal with that kind of negativity on the road. Uh, but yeah, overall, their offense has seemed yeah, to Yeah, but they, they've just, earned that negativity, had, if we're oh, being no, honest. I, I, they have. They have. But yeah, but to be fair, Max is the most optimistic Saints fan I've ever met in my life. I've dealt but, with it for 45 oh, years. Okay? I, look, I, he is the most optimistic. After the first drive, he's like, this is fucking terrible. I sat, this week. <laughs> I sat with him the whole Bears game. And I wasn't actually, you know, I'm an optimistic fan too. I like to, I've always been like, yeah, there's a chance. I'm like the kid from Angels in the Outfield. Hey, it could happen. You know, it's like, but there, but we, we were watching this defense just get gashed by yeah. Deontay Foreman against a two and five Bears team. We're just and like, badgent. they just like, went down like, the what, field. It's like, what are we doing? What are we looking at? Um, but, you know, they have an opportunity here. And in, in ways, I'm look, I'm glad we got the win against the Bears. And I'm also glad in terms of preparing for the Vikings, I'm glad that it wasn't our best showing against the Bears because it gives good coaching points. It gives the players something to, to build from to say like, hey, you got the win. And yeah, hey, defense, you played, look, five turnovers, amazing. Like, great job going after the ball. Uh, at the end of the game, uh, the pass rush, making Badgen uncomfortable towards the end of the game when the offense wasn't just, you know, staying on the field or missing a field goal or whatever it was. Y'all picked up the slack and and just, you know, forced, like, help, kept the Bears from having that heartbreaking, you know, game-tying drive. Like, the game-tying drive that we've seen so many times in the past did not happen. They never even got and, to their own and, 40. And, right? Let's and, call and, that no, game that, real quick. And that's what I'm saying. That was a result of the the defense. So I'm saying... Yeah. If you look at the defensive but, performance as a whole and you forget the fact that the first quarter was so bad, it was a dominant defensive performance. 17 points, five turnovers, dominated the game at the end of the day. Terrible first quarter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, keep going. So what I'm saying is, you is can't, that but we can't do that week in and week out. Like, not against no good teams. Yeah. Right. The this the one thing that I've while the, it sucked watching when the offense was like, hey, one first down, then a subsequent three and out, or the defense was getting gashed. At least there are like tangible examples for both sides of the ball, and especially the specialists to to try to say. Hey, we can see exactly what we did wrong. So now against the Vikings, a better opponent on the road, we know exactly what we have to correct and get better at. And we can do that while still coming off a win, you know, still moving up in the standings. Uh, you know, and this, this is going to be one of those games where 
you know, we haven't done it in a few weeks, thankfully, but we can't lose to ourselves. We can't shoot ourselves in the foot. So everything that Carr's been doing, like we talked about last episode, where he four interceptions so far this year, keep like keep protecting that ball. Like don't try to get over aggressive with it. Yep. Uh, running backs, hold on to the ball. Zach Bond, don't pick off a pass because you will fumble. Um, you know, shit like that. If we can just don't not, pick off a pass. Yeah, don't pick up a fumble. pass. Bat it down. If, if the ball's that's coming, a weird take. I know that's that's a horrible. Take. I know. If Zach Bond, if the ball's coming to Zach Bond. I just want to see him catch bat. Zach Bond. If you're listening, catch the fucking ball. Just fall don't. down. Fall yes, down. Fall down. Fall down. There you go. I don't. I don't know. He's his instincts. He's just going to start running around like a crazy man and fumble. I mean, it's, it's a good. It's as good of a, as of a not turn river. So Zach Bond is the anti Caden Ellis. We have learned. Bat bat it down. Like treat it like a hail mary, Zach Bond. If the ball's coming, bat it down. Um, cause you no, know, Zach Bond catch the ball, I know, please. I know. He should catch it. He should catch it. I get it. I, I know, I know. But anyway, we have a chance to just keep doing what we're doing, not shoot ourselves in the foot, win the turnover battle. Um, if we do that, we have we give ourselves we give ourselves a chance. So, you know. Um, I think this is a pretty critical point in the season, too. Um like Man, said, we have touched on that for the last couple of weeks. This is the critical juncture. Just get above Get two games above 500. If you know, we crush this few weeks, we're going to win the division. Exactly. We're going to win the division. Exactly. Yeah. And the optimism is going to build and build, and, and, the, and the, the vibes are going to get stronger and stronger. Um, but so, Corey, you know, to your point on the turnover thing yeah. and protecting the ball, the Saints are currently second in the league in turnover ratio. Yeah. Takes two sides of the ball to do that. Defense yeah. turn it over. Offense not turn it over. We've, we forced 12 interceptions, which leads the league. Six fumbles, 18 total turnovers. We only have five interceptions and five fumbles yeah. on the year. Yeah, and we only had seven interceptions as a defense all last season. So right. to have 12 at this point is a this massive This defense is leading the league in turnovers. At, you know, Roman was on before the season. What did he say? The difference between us and them, we turned it over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, guess what? This is the six-rated uh, six yardage defense, eighth-rated in points after this week. And they're leading the league in turnovers. Yeah, I mean, the turnovers are definitely reminiscent. I mean, maybe not as many pick sixes, but turnovers to this number is absolutely reminiscent of the 0-9 defense. Obviously, we don't have the same offense to complement it, but you know, but at least like this Bears game, even when the offense didn't look fantastic, they did just enough to get the win. Um, so, okay, we are going to test out a little mailbag situation. Y'all want to get into that, or y'all have any more thoughts on the Vikings themselves? Well, I just want to say one more thing about this week. We absolutely have to win, because you're looking at the Falcons. They're playing the Cardinals, who are 1-8, and and right now would have the first pick in the draft Mm -hmm. if the season were to end right now. So you got to figure the Falcons will probably pull it together and beat that team. The Bucs have the Titans. That's a tough game. That's now. a tough game. Will Levis playing way better than yeah. Tannehill was. He's given up, yeah, a lot more than Tannehill was. Yeah, so that's a tougher game. But to me, honestly, the, the Bucks are done at this point. They, they don't worry me as much. Yeah. The, the Falcons are a better team. Yeah, Bailing I mean, on Baker, that's your guy. Come on. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if our if, if our schedule is easy, then the, your division is playing. Yeah, the Falcons' schedule coming up is just as easy just as, as, ours. Easy as it's ours. It's very, very you, weak. You're yeah. playing by definition uh, seven common opponents. Yeah, right? and the reality so. is, the Falcons come out every week. They can run the ball. They've got some great talent. That's a skill position. The only thing that's been hurting them has been the lack of quarterback play. Yeah. On well, Bijan this week gave the game away, which was really fun yeah. to see. Let uh, other teams keep beating <laughs> themselves. We don't beat ourselves. He fumbled uh, when I think they were going in for a field goal that would clinch it. And he, uh, I don't know where they were on the field, but he fumbled and they went right down and scored. Um, 
and Heineke threw a crucial pick too. So they definitely have quarterback problems. Um, we have the best quarterback in the conference today. Yeah, that's reality. There now, was, yeah. like Max said, this is the stretch where it's put if, up or shut up time. We if have you're going to gonna be a double digit win team, yeah. you beat the Vikings. If you are going to hope to scrape in at nine and eight and they're eight and nine in a bad division, then maybe you lose to the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a this is a big you know marker for us this year because Vikings Falcons you win both those games you're set it's tough to catch yep. us you're very tough. You're yeah so just to, just to reiterate what I've said the last couple of weeks we need to go into the bye week at six and four for me to feel good about our chances for the rest of the year yeah if we're six and four going into Dubai then we catch the Falcons if you win that game and you're seven and four man you are sitting pretty in this division yeah, and then it, it turns into if you're seven and four, you're three and three from being ten and seven. Exactly. So at that point, you actually might be able to kind of look around and go, okay, well maybe we do have a chance at that one seed. Yeah, because the way the, the, way the rest on, of the conference so. is playing, and, except and, the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles pretty yeah, much, the Eagles are still uh, they're running away Besides now. Besides the Eagles, the way the rest of the conference is playing, I mean, the the, the schedules are hard, the teams are up and down. So no you, one scares you, just, you this year, right? You never know. Yeah. Um, if you watch the Eagles get, Cowboys this weekend first, you, you know, know it's that like, both those teams are beatable. Yeah. And if you watched it, yeah. And the thing is, look, it's it's game by game. You know, I'm yeah. not, I don't want to look. I'm not. I'm not looking ahead. I literally am only looking at the Vikings game. We have to win this game. I'm not worried about anything else after that. Just win the game. Dude, like Tulane, just go one and zero. Yeah. <laughs> so. so it gets in yeah so i think of it as you know what's the difference between a win when you look at what's our record with a win what's our record with a loss you lose you're right back to 500 the roller coaster season continues uh you win you're obviously in a position to say at when december comes around that hey we took care of business at this point now we just have to maintain our lead versus saying we kind of fucked around and if we don't maintain if we don't take care of our business we're going to find out See, to me, you know, the difference so, between being six and four going into Dubai or five and five is the difference between being a Jim Haslett team or being a Sean Payton team. Yeah. Because Haslett teams would always tease you. A winning You know, you Sean would sit there, yeah. uh, they'd, they'd blow somebody out, mm-hmm. and then they would promptly lose the next week when you thought they were going to win. Even the seven and And they would always yeah. hover around that, that 500 record and never truly go on that run. Could, just the Sean Payton yeah. teams would always go on a run somewhere around, you know, October, November, where they would reel off like four, five, six, yeah. seven, whatever you know, it may be, depending on the year, they would reel off that many wins in a row yep. and go on a run and set themselves up for the rest the of the year. The Sean Payton playoff teams always had that win streak. Right. So this is this is that point where we're either, we're going to be that inconsistent as fuck Jim Hazlitt style Saints team, or we can be that Sean Payton team that's going to go ahead and win the division and go in strong. Yeah. All right. So before we get into the, our predictions and everything, I, I want to get to this uh first mailbag question we have and it kind of dovetails from what we're talking about like where are we going to be when you know all the chips are on the table at the end of the year and so the question is given you know we talked about our thoughts on Dennis Allen Max and I are pretty clear about it Dennis Allen P. Carmichael regime Nick has made his opinion known that it's like you know they don't look they're kind of getting better maybe maybe they're not maybe it's okay but anyway the mailbag question is would you rather finish nine and eight, which means at the end of the year, Dennis Allen is still your coach going into the next year, or would you rather the Saints finish five and twelve, and then they completely clean house? You see, so you're saying nine and eight, as in we definitely win the division with nine and eight. Yes, and okay. so you know, that's a key. That's a key. 
and the way I, the question. only way I can even answer the question because I'll never root for the Saints to lose is kind of like, hey, you're talking to yourself in like you know the first week of January. You either the thing put on your plate is either a nine and eight team that's won the division, or the thing that's put on your plate is a five and twelve team, and you clean house. The nine and eight team you keep keep Dennis Allen. So that's kind of how I look at the question. What what do y'all think? I think I know your answer, Nick. Yeah, I think if you're one of these people who are hoping for five and twelve, just go fuck yourself. <laughs> Okay, like, we've won the division, I believe, I'll check it, I think it's nine times in, is this our 56th year? 57th. 57th year. Nine times. We just turned 57, maybe it was our 56th year, but yeah. 56 or 57. Whatever it is, yeah. Nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 15% of the time, roughly. If you're rooting for a draft pick or to get rid of a coach or whatever over a division title... Hmm. Something's wrong with you. Yeah. Now, if you're guaranteeing me a division title, whatever. Like, I give mean, me the coach. It's going to win the division, but it probably do you will. feel differently if it doesn't? Do you feel differently if it's a wild Well, card? that's not the question. It's not the question. I'm it's just kidding. No, we stick with the question. Okay, the question is, is the division title. A division title for the Saints, like, again, I feel like this is a younger generation, the audacity to ask this question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you live through any part, and this is even before Max and I's time, right? If you lived through that, any any 60, 65, 70-year-old person here lived through that area, era, they look at all these people like, are you r- ridiculous? Well, what, is, what are you thinking? Like, we didn't win a playoff game for 35 years. Yeah. Uh, win the division. <laughs> win the division. Okay, Dennis Allen, if he sucks next year, he'll be gone. Give me a division title. Or if, he, if he's perfectly mediocre, he'll stay. He'll probably stay because it's Gale and it's the Benson way. But either way, if he's terrible next year, he'll be gone, right? Yeah. Because he'll get this year, year two. Next year, terrible. Year three, uh, his contract was three years, correct? Was it three or four? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll I'll look it up and see. Okay. It doesn't matter because he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. But assuming he would if we went 5-12. and Absolutely not. Especially with Loomis as your GM and his valuing of draft picks. You have no case. Four-year deal. Four-year deal. So, okay. So, this year, we win the title. Next year, we're terrible. Worst case scenario, you have in one more year. Chances are, they would, if it was just a 13 and, uh, I yeah. mean, a 3-14 and 14 season. Then that's no question. They let him yeah. go with one year left in the deal. That's not a huge hit. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine. Yeah. Nine division titles in our history. All right. Of- so, we obviously know his answer. Corey, you go. Okay. You see... One thing I was going to say to respond to Nick before I get my answer was that it, I think the question itself, it's it's pretty clear it's, cut. It's it's clear cut, but it, your answer to this question, whether you're an old Saints fan or a new Saints fan, completely hinges on your feelings. I think your feelings towards Dennis Allen, if strong enough, could completely sway your your position. I think there's even older fans out there that are just so done with Da, so done with Pete Carmichael. There's there's fans out there that that might say like, you know. Nine division uh, titles, shit. We never even won a division title until uh, 1991 so, or 90. It was 91. Though. But so it's like, they're like, we're feeling good. If it takes a year off from winning the division to get rid of this regime, which we know is not going anywhere, then we'll, we'll pay that cost to get a new regime and get some fresh blood in. Now, is that like the most true Saints fan thing to do? Uh, probably not. It's also not and, a fair assessment. This is year two for him here. Yes, the Raiders was a catastrophe for him, no doubt about it. 
Guess what? The Browns was a catastrophe for Bill Belichick. These things happen all the time. I'm not saying he's good. I'm saying for you to definitively say he can't be good, you're guessing. It's tough. Yeah. You're guessing. So, well, well, he I, hasn't actually given us his his answer yet. He's beating no, around the ahead. bush in true, no, I was just, in I'm true just gonna, attorney fashion. No, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm not. A, I have an answer. I just was. Well, give us your answer, and then you can it's go what into. I thought the, of when Nick was talking, but give, give us your answer, and then dive into. Yeah, I real quick. It's how clo- many division titles without Drew Brees? Uh, two. Two. Yeah. Two. Two. Okay. Right. That's true. So, but okay. My answer is still, it's, it's Spit hard, it but it's take, take the playoff win, uh, not playoff win, but take the playoff appearance, the cost that I pay to get that division win. You know get, what's super to fun? Get it, well, the playoffs. Yeah. Super the, fun. The, <laughs> the price that I pay as a fan to get in the tournament and at least have the fun at home. of at being home. in the playoff, have a home playoff game is another year of Dennis Allen. I don't like Dennis Allen. I don't... Pete Carmichael might be coming around. There were some calls yes, last game that were meh. But overall, overall, you know, it's like I can... I, to, to get that benefit, I can I can stomach... Ugh, it'd be hard to stomach it if it's a shit year next year. But if we have a shit year next year, I'll say, well, we got to enjoy... A, Going to the playoffs, playoff, having a home, a home game, we all game. got to go to it. You know, but, I'm fine if but everyone I, hates But I still, him. I totally still stand by that. that. Like to me, I don't see Dennis Allen as that guy who's taking us to the title. You know, if we want to get back, I think you should be more worried if Derek Carr is that guy than if Dan, Dennis Allen is that guy. I think what I'm saying, go hand in hand, is, but but I, I, the thing is, like, I can if I can see the five and twelve answer for the people who are just so done. Whether, the, regardless of the level, if you're of their, that done after one year, God bless you. Yeah. You've had a great life. All right, okay. Hold on, so, we've gotten both your answers. Yeah, so one year, with, one year, you're done. Let me Go let away. me let me chime in with this. Yeah, I, not, I'm in firm agreement with everything Nick said on this. We've only done it nine times in our history. So give me the division title eight days out of the week in this scenario. Because if D, oh, that's fine. I want I want the fun and the excitement of going to a home playoff game and just being able to be a fan and say, you know what? There's a there's a there's a chance. And he gives that Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. Moment when I walk yeah. into the Superdome and say, hey, it could that's happen. That's the most fun. That's the most of the fun. whole season. Yeah. yeah. So and I will go on record, Corey, chill. I'll go on record yeah, and say in. that. You know, I don't believe Dennis Allen is the coach to lead us to a Super Bowl. You know, he's not the long-term answer. That being said, if you guarantee me a division title in a home playoff game, I'm taking that eight days out of the week every time because that's what being a fan is about, is being able to enjoy postseason moments, especially the ones at home. You know, and this year hasn't gone the way we want it to from an offensive performance standpoint, but the reality is it's gone way better than we could have hoped from an injury standpoint. We went into last week's game and we had every Healthy. single projected starter was playing starting in the game. Or yeah. not starting because we didn't want them to start. Exactly. Yeah. So that hasn't happened to a Saints team in forever. Yep. Think about the catastrophic. And we had this talk. Remember my point was you can't judge Dennis Allen on last year. If he has a healthy season this year, you can judge away. Yeah. You can say whatever you want about him. Yeah. yeah. And look, the reality is give me the, give me the division title. Give me the chance in the playoffs. Because sooner or later, he's going to work his way out of here. Whether it's it's starting one and four the following year or something like that. He's gonna, he'll be out of here at some point. Does but it give scare me the you if he were to win 
let's say we get a really great someone squeaks in, right? Who would we play? We're going to be the right three now. Years. It's the Seahawks. Okay, you you would think we'd be pretty good in that game, right? Mm-hmm. So we get that someone upsets Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. And we get it. And we win two playoff Dude, games. Dude, you don't have to sell me on this. I'm no, on, no, I'm I'm on just here. Saying, like, but would that would that would that at that point be like, oh, this is bad, we're going to an NFC championship game, and there's no way we're firing this dude. I mean, I I take it year by year at that point. Give me give me the success right now. If they make an NFC championship game, he's finishing the contract regardless of next year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean And by the way, that would be our third ever. So if that were to get into the conference championship game, it's not to say that, like you're ha- you're just you're happy you're there, damn it! Like correct, who, and you hope is the coach. you hope you get five turnovers like last week. That's you, what you're hoping. You might still not like <laughs> Dennis Allen. You might still think like he's doing this, like teams doing this despite him, like not too spite, but despite him being the coach. You could think whatever you want, but if you're a conference championship level, you got to just embrace that that shit. Yeah. That and point. don't get me wrong, I have no problem with anyone who has a gripe about Dennis Allen as a head coach or Pete right. Carmichael. I have no problem with that, but. If they win the division, they deserve to get another chance next year. That's reality because you don't no, know. Agree, you agree. don't know. Okay. Uh, I mean, we all don't like it. He has no charisma. He has no personality. We get it. And the team last year, I think it was very difficult circumstances. And maybe they were, I think they were a little better than people give him credit for, for being in all these one score games that inevitably we lost more than we won. But. If he were to have a healthy team this year and win the division, he deserves next year. And winning the division is not easy. I mean, we know that. I've said it on previous episodes that even if he does win the division, if it's me, I still don't think moving on is off the table. Uh, they're not. And on. I'm not. I know they're not going to do it. <laughs> I know they're not going to do it. But if it's me, you know, and I, I'm not coming off of that just yet. I mean, if he strings together a few more. Uh, doesn't decline, doesn't accept penalties when he should decline them, all that bullshit. Um, you know, at least we don't have all the ridiculous challenges in tie knot so far. Yeah, yeah that's true. we've yeah, got that out of her. Peyton would screw that up big time. So, you know, it is, it is, so we'll see. So and, we and, all and, gave and the no, correct answer, which no is the point, important thing. Yeah. I, I want us to win every year. And I think I've told Max this a, a million times about playing for the draft, playing for the future. The NFL is so unpredictable because of injuries, yep. because of salary cap, all these limiting factors. You play to win every year. Yeah. When it, you can no longer have no chance of the playoffs, I'm fine with you packing it in. Yeah. But I, you I, never know until that point. Yeah, exactly. I could never root for a team to lose. And like I said, I don't believe in tanking. I don't even think like like the draft pick talk is way off the table. It, for me, it, it's purely about like either want DA or you don't want DA. That's that's kind of how I see the question. So we all, yeah, we all set our piece on that. I want DA if think, he wins. That's what I want. I just want if to he win. Wins. I just want to if win. I don't give a fuck who If he wins. doesn't win, I'm all on board with everybody who wants the five and 12. Look, if he can't win this division this year, I'm there's, fine with this moving on. There's a longer conversation to be had, which we're not going to do right now, but about how we win against a weak schedule. I think that definitely factors into it. But again, we don't have time for well, that Well, this right might now. be the game that decides if we're going to go on to be – because this is – the midpoint of the season. Yeah. We're nine games in. We're going to go into Atlanta. Like Max said, they're probably going to win. We're going to go in tied with Atlanta. Or we're going to go in up a game. So this game's huge. You have a chance to be in the driver's seat with what? Six games remaining? Which is huge. Yeah. So anyway. Seven. Seven, seven, seven games. games. Yeah, with seven. After this. Right. So, but if you beat Atlanta, then yeah. Anyway. Right. Okay. So what you uh, got? predictions for the Vikings game. Uh, am I going first? Yep. yep. You're oh, first this damn. week. All right. Um Okay. I'm 
Okay. I'm going to say we we improve in the areas that we're lacking this past week. We've done well on the road, so I'm going to say we win. Um, that Vikings defense, though, is – I don't think we match up particularly well against them. So – What part? This – I mean, their – Defensive line, I agree. Defensive yeah, line. Over year. But their, their safeties are good. Um, you know, they, they can – their they, corners can be had, though, I think. The corners can be had, but, like, you know, we're not going to have those those bomb plays that we need because I think even Harrison, Harrison Smith, Smith will be he can just – he doesn't have to run with them. He'll just be in the right spot, you know. But maybe not. Maybe maybe he'll never – he's never seen someone like Shahid before, so he'll get burned up. It's possible. I don't know. Uh, like Max said, you know, tell me there's a chance. Uh, so I'm going with a, a more of a low-scoring low close. Uh, 21 – to 20 Saints win by one okay offensive uh offensive who's MVP gonna do it for us? three touchdowns who we got this one is gonna be Michael Thomas I feel like you've gone to this well multiple times this year. Well, and it's, I like that I'm pick this week because existence. of what happened last week. Whether it was this makes sense. Rest or MT is not going to want to have a, a, a zero catch game ever again. What He's did Carmichael be, do this week after last you know, week when we were bitching about Alave? Alave, Alave, Alave to open the yeah. game. Right? Opened it up. Like, let's get it to Alave. Now, let's get this. Carr's got to look his way because Mike also only had one target. And the Bears were, were Well, he had two. One the, of them was a penalty that he drew a yeah, holding call. But so. The Bears were bracketing him. They were doubling him. So what are his, um, what are his stats going to be? I think he's going to have a – not going double digits, but he's going to have a nine-catch game. Whoa. I think three of them are going to be uh, first downs. Uh, three. That's and not great. Out of nine? The yardage – you know, it's, it's not going to blow the top off with the yardage, but call it 80, 80 85. Okay. That's, and uh, – You've got to have him score if he's he MVP. He squeezes in a, touch, a, CD. a okay. touchdown. All right. I can get behind him. Um, defensive MVP – is uh, I think this is going to be a uh, a, a Granderson game. Uh, hopefully catching you know uh, Dobbs out on the run a couple times, uh, taking advantage of, of their O line, batting some balls. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Granderson. He could be completely eliminated with the way Dobbs plays, but you just completely backtracked. I know, but I'm saying. So, so what do you what do you think? He gets a couple sacks or big tackle. I'm fumble, still trying to figure out how he got to 18 points last week. But you know. oh yeah, that that was easy. It was uh, they anyway. So missed a two point goals. conversion <laughs> twice. Um, so like sacks, turnover. What's he do that they, changed the game? Uh, give him one sack and uh, like at least two tackles for loss. Okay, maybe even a pass defense batter ball. All right, a PD. All right, Max, what you got? Um, I'm going to say Saints win. I'll say the Saints have... We're going to get 27 points. I think the uh, the Vikings... Let's go 27 to 24. Offensive it, MVP. You know what? This is the week, and we, we're getting the breadcrumbs that Carmichael and DA have been leaving. I think this is the week Olave goes off and has has the game that they've been uh, trying to get him to get. 
You know, even this week when he, he – I think he had, what, five catches for 46 yards, something like that. I think it was six for 46 touchdown. Yeah, something you know, like nothing nothing crazy good. You know, that's more of a Michael, Michael Thomas stat line. I think with this one, he's going to break 100 yards um, and gets a touchdown. The uh, the other touchdown, I could see a defensive touchdown. You know, I, I'm going to go ahead and ride the Paulson Adebo train on this one. I think he strings together back-to-back good games. You know, he's making a push right now for uh, for postseason honors, whether it's Pro Bowl, All Pro, whatever. You he's want to in call the it. Pro Bowl today. If you he's in me. the Pro Bowl today. I think he he continues his his strong season, and this is going to be a push for All Pro status. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say that. Uh, I'll go ahead and say Adebo has another interception this week. And you know what? I think he might have a pick six. Dobbs comes back, comes back to earth. But I, I think Dobbs gives us a little bit of trouble. But I do think he, uh, he he comes back to earth at the end of the game. So I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, yeah, what did I say? 27-24, Olave, Adebo. I'm going to say we win two just because I think it means so much to the season. Um, I'm going to say 23-20, to 20, uh, which means Groupie makes three field goals, which it might take six attempts to get there, but he's going to make three. Um, offensive MVP. I don't know. I'm going to say... Just to be different from Max, I think Shahid gets free on one long one. So you, long, were you thinking Olave? I, well, I was, yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna say Shahid gets one long one, and then has like you know two or three more catches. I'm gonna call it like a four for eighty game with a long TD. Um, and then there's something I text Max during the game when we were struggling on the defensive line last week against uh, the Bears that I think the only way we can flip this pass rush is to bring the Barrio down off the edge. And we did it in the fourth quarter, and yeah. he changed the game. Him and Malcolm Roach changed the game from a pressure standpoint. Roach was an animal. I don't, I don't know if that – when y'all were at the game, if y'all saw that, he came in, our defensive line changed. I, I don't know what happened. I'm I not guess even it was harder it was, to see the uh, the defensive line substitutions from where we were, but uh, I mean, you could definitely see the difference in the quality of play. It was crazy, dude. He came in, and then Brzee came in. Brzee made big mistakes with Brzee. Brzee, sorry, <laughs> that's just, Roman's fault. Roman definitely said Brzee. No, he said Brzee. I checked my text messages with him. It's Brzee. But I think he, he did was, the dash. He spelled it out: B R U H dash Z. But I mean, when he was on the pod, I could have sworn he said Brzee. But anyway. I think he did actually, but y'all go check us on that episode six. If go you're listening, if you're listening to episode six, we appreciate it. Yeah, um, like and subscribe. So you're saying with, uh, <laughs> you're saying Demario? I'm saying Demario. I like that pick. I think they bring him down on third downs more often. Maybe move Cam inside. Get Granderson coming off the edge. Cam coming inside. I would love to see it with Brzee, 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 whatever the hell we're gonna call him. Call him um, Brian. And and him coming <laughs> off the edge because it changed the pressure in the fourth quarter last week. And I think that, you know, that could be the difference maker on Dobbs. So I'm going to say DeMario gets one sack. He has double digit tackles. Um, let's call it 11 tackles and uh, three for loss. And we shut down Dobbs, running game. He has less than 20 yards. 
We force him to throw. We get a couple turnovers, and we win a tight game. 23-20. That's good. I, I love that DeMario prediction and the yeah. uh, the reasoning behind it. And you know what? I'm, I'm sticking with Adebo for reasons that I said, but I do like that pick. That's a good, solid prediction. All right. Well, there it is. Once again, three more wins across the board, 28-3. to three. Yeah, I was just about to say, I'm looking at that. I'm like, yep, that's another week where we all pick a win. I've never picked a loss, and these guys have only picked one each, I, I mean, believe. When the rubber hits the road, it's just, you know... For anybody out there listening, well, Corey's like, one behind us, right? You and I are tied because he was wrong that one week. Uh, yeah, y'all were both wrong that week because I picked the only win that week. I was also the only one who picked a loss one time. Yeah, no, I'm one behind y'all. He's one behind us. You and I are tied. I was really close to going loss on this one, but I just can't. Did you pick loss twice? Yeah. Oh, okay, Max. Okay, so Pax picked a loss twice. Corey the one wants. time I picked. So you loss. and I are tied. Corey's one behind us. The one time I picked a loss was, was Patriots, which was. One of our biggest wins, of course. The biggest. Um, the <laughs> biggest win. Was it bigger than yeah, like I it said. It was a shutout. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 yeah so yeah, we gotta bigger. we gotta go ahead and put like a little leaderboard up here. But right <laughs> we now, should, we should start. No, doing we it. need to do that. We need if to anybody have uh, listening is good with graphics and whatnot. No, we don't uh, need that shit. We can know. just write it. We'll we'll get it done. And we know that uh, we should post it so that people know. Yeah, we should keep a running tally going. So just want to go like just uh, old school with do like a whiteboard and just yeah, take a man. picture. Take a picture of the whiteboard. We can do that. I mean, they do it for the uh, Jello Shot Challenge of the College World Series. So I guess we can do it or here. Or we can do a graphic. Doesn't matter. But I think the important <laughs> thing that we know is you are in last place. Oh, I know that you will not miss an opportunity to tell me I am losing Absolutely to you in something. When you are wrong at any point, you will hear about it. From Same you. thing for well, Nick. Well, but from, but he's especially tied right from now. what was the game y'all from both you. picked to lose? I can't remember. Patriots. You yeah. picked this loose pats? You were going to, but you decided to be yeah, different. Yeah, because so. I was. And then I was going Max to. came around and picked the L to the Jags. Yes. And he, and he was Y'all also right in that one about the heartbreaking fashion of it, too. He didn't yeah. say Foster was going to drop it, but he was said it was going to be like kind of come down to the end last play. Yeah. Whew, that was rough. Hopefully we don't experience that again. And, yeah. and God damn it, you know what? Something we didn't say this entire episode. We need a win in Minnesota. We need to stuff it back in that team's face, you know, I'm just tired of Minnesota getting one. On I'm this. looking at the patch right I, now. You had Kirkwood as the MVP too. I kind of did that. Just you to should be Max. kicked off of the pod just for doing yeah, that. That's no, I, that was a, that's that was, awful. That was because we were coming off of the uh, Bucks game. Everybody sucked, and I was like, I'm just gonna throw one out there just to just to be. Funny. You don't even get to explain yourself on that. Let's just move on to the next thing. <laughs> I don't know what the next thing was after probably closing it That's a that's a mic drop right there, dude. <laughs> Kirkwood, get the. Can you fuck imagine out if here. he hit though? Ha. Anyway, no, I, I, I just that's one way to look at it. We need to get we need to get one on the Vikings. We need yeah, to we get do. one on the Vikings. We're overdue, and we got and, it. We're winning. You it. know, fuck that team, man. Like just. And then it all comes down to the following week. That's a big one for for everybody with Atlanta, and you know we'll all be you know jacked for that one. Are we as at home always. or away for Atlanta first? Away for the first away. One. So that's good. Atlanta. I like that because the home game is the last game of the season, right? Yeah, the game Atlanta. that will probably get flexed to the Sunday night game. Sunday after Thanksgiving, and all we those... win these next two, it might not be because it might already be in hand. You know, and all those uh, it's huge. The people that get all their free corporate tickets to go to the Falcons game that all aren't from Atlanta, they're all going to be home for Thanksgiving holiday, right? So that stadium's going to be like half full. I mean, yeah. that's a reality in Atlanta. That that city just... It's half full when they're winning. 
that's true too. They get more people at their soccer games, but uh, fuck the Falcons as always. But hope, yeah. but before that, we before need to that, win. Before that, this is more important. We got to win this one. Yeah. Stay ahead by it's a all game about Vikings in the division. This week, so. No skull. Yep. Hashtag no skull. We want to see no Justin Jefferson at all and uh, beat the hell out of uh, Josh Dobbs. So thank you for joining us again for the 28 3 podcast. Let's get another win this weekend. Yeah.